Hello, everyone, and welcome to Charlotte View. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with your host, Claudia Pareko. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to release the biggest block holding you back from your strongest desire? If so, you are listening to the right show, The Secret Power of You, with Terry Christine. Throughout our highly viewed shows, you and all of the other high vibrational people will experience an influx of inspiration, information, and love in a new and profound way. Just tune in, live or on demand, and share, share, share. During our show, Terry will naturally work with the energy you hold to resolve your deepest issues. Her intuition is used to sense your blockages and help you eliminate the source of your pain. As an intuitive mentor, Terry has mastered the ability to access her own intuition. This allows her to fully envision the struggle, hurt, fears, and anxiety you are currently going through. She helps you change your life by helping you access your own intuition. She has the ability to help you release the pain from the past, realize more clarity in your future, and to obtain a feeling that life is easy or even improve the income you want. Listen up. To all listeners and followers of Charlotte View Quantum Network, Terry has put together a special package with two options just for you. You ask and we listen. Visit charlotteview.net, look on their monthly shows, click on Terry Christine tab, and scroll down to endless possibilities. This is what you want and will give you results. During this segment, learn more about the blocks you take in and the secret power of you. Call in and shift your own energetic blocks and allow room for a more deserving you. To join Terry through her one-on-one coaching, her six-week online program, or her group clearings, please contact Terry Christine, www.terrychristine.com. That's T-E-R-R-I-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E.com or find her at Facebook at Terry Christine. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 12 noon EST, join Charlotte View and listen to our shows by programming your alarm to never miss a show. We have your answers. Go to www.charlotteview.net under monthly shows. Now, discover with us the secret power of you. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to Seaview. Yes, we changed our, na- our names, so eventually we're going to get to change it everywhere. But um, today we have the secret power of you with Harry Christine, who is going to host her show all the way from New Zealand, where she's having a terrific time. Also, now her book. The Secret Power of You is available for anyone that needs that extra information on how to get hold of those powers that you have and and apply them to your life. For that, you can go to Terry Christine's um, website, www.terrychristine.com. Now, uh, we're going to talk today about um, stay tuned to your body. So Terry Christine is going to help um, callers to identify the blockages 
in your body. We're going to talk about weight issues, about illnesses, pains, whatever it's going on with your body. So, and of course, you can um, ask her in other areas, but the expertise of today is on your body. So let's bring Terry. And so she can explain us a little bit more about stay tuned to your body. Welcome, Terry. Hi, Claudia. Thank you so much. I may sound a little sleepy, but I'm wide awake because I'm about 18 <laughs> hours ahead of you in Christchurch, New Zealand. Have an amazing time. So thank you for having me, and I'm excited to share this particular topic with everyone. And it's really about... Um, you know, when you're tuned, T-U-N-E-D, tuned to your body, it's it's the intuition. It's trusting that inner knowing. It's tuning into that deeper sense of the trust of the energies within you and the source connection to light, God, uh, higher self, whatever you're choosing to to call that. And also a combination of, like you had said, the weight, W-E-I-G-H-T slash W-A-I-T, the universal energy of that has you either waiting for something and you gain weight or gaining weight because you're waiting in respect of a job or income or abundance or sitting around hoping, those those kind of things. And, and the energy of hope, it is a lot better than the energy of frustration or torture, pain or hurt. However, uh, hope is just a notch up on that scale of vibration. But in my eyes, when you're sitting in that energy of hope, you're just kind of sitting and waiting and you're not really make taking guided action. So I, I am excited when one of my clients moves from the hurt, frustration, pain, sorrow, and they move up on that notch of hope because it, it gets them to move. But I'd rather actually have them in anger because when somebody's angry, they're like, I'm not going to do that anymore. And then they do take guided action on that. Um, but it is the energy of that physical body, of what we're tuning into precisely. And then I want to talk about um, aspects of disease and what the body can break down when it has limiting beliefs and blocks in it or stuck in it, and then certain things start happening to your physical body. Um, And we could talk in detail about that because I've been working on some clients that have physical ailments and why that ends up happening when you're pulling in limiting beliefs and blocks and hanging on to them. So today is going to be an amazing topic to talk about. So it's not just about weight, W-E-I-G-H-T of your body, but it's all sorts of tuning into that physical being that we own, which is our body. (laughs) It's going to be a great topic today. And, you know, Terry, even if, um, well, not even when you are sick or you have a physical ailment, many times it makes you wait, W-A-I-T, a lot too, because while you're in pain or you're not feeling well, 
you can't do anything else but go to bed or stay or hope that the medicine helps you get back to um, your healthy state so you can start doing whatever you had to leave unfinished. Yeah, you know, when it comes to uh, disease or ailments or sickness of the body, it it really truly is um, a challenge to pull your mind out of what is happening because, you know, when you're hurting or you are in that pain and struggle of the physical ramification, then your mind is on that which you're feeling. But I am... Um, Years and years ago when Wayne Dyer was still around, um, I was at a live event through Hay House. And I remember watching his presentation, very exceptional speaker. And I remember right as he started his presentation, a woman walked up to the stage and he stopped in the middle of his presentation and he put her, and this was not staged. It was really interesting. He put her up on the stage, and she said, I need to tell you, I drove halfway around the country, just got out of the hospital. I remember her saying she was there for three months in some, some sort of semi-coma or something, and she had his CD, which I still have, and it's um, the God tones, and she's the I am, you know, I, the I am statements, but the tones in the CD. And she said, for three months she was listening to this, I am perfect health, because she was saying it to herself, but she was not, you know, so sick that she couldn't hardly speak herself, but she was listening to these tones in her earbuds and kept saying over and over and over again, I am perfect health, I am healthy, I am happy, I am love. And she taught herself out of this horrendous sickness and she was there present at his, you know, uh, thing that he was doing with um, Hay House. And it was incredible how she had just re-energized and healed herself by listening and talking herself out of it. And I'll I'll never forget that. But, you know, it, it, it takes a strong mind and a strong body to do something that was so um, deep in her body, I, and I, I can't remember what her disease was, and, and she said she was better now, and that's what she drove, came out and, and drove that to tell him. But, you know, that's, that, that's a story in itself, but what got her there is what I'm going to talk about, which are the limiting beliefs and blocks that, that um, pile up or turn into like a jigsaw puzzle and as you put the pieces of the puzzle together that could flip the switch into this the beginning of a disease or the showing of it the presentation of it saying that here I am present in your body Um, and I can talk about a, a particular client who had MS and how that ended up um magnetizing in her body from her childhood upbringing and that the trigger point to the MS and how it appeared in her body. Um, So we can talk about that now or I can talk about it at another point. You just let me know, Claudia. 
No, I think we can talk it after we start going through the colors because that's interesting. You said a trigger point. So let's start thinking about a trigger point, limiting beliefs and blockages. And let's bring Karen. She is in Winston-Salem and she's going to ask you a question now. Hi, Carrie. This is wonderful. Thank you so much for um, listening to me. So my question to you um, is a a body question. And recently I have had joint issues, joint pain, and almost uh, like an arthritis, if you will, but different parts of, you know, my body, elbow, shoulder, and I am very aware that, um, you know, a lot of this comes from what you're speaking of, right, blockages and energy. And I've, I have been working um, on that, but um, I, I have this feeling because it's sort of slow in uh, releasing that uh, there's obviously something that I'm not paying attention to with that. Okay. And so... so- yeah, is it? And you said different parts of your body, right? Your shoulder. Yeah, you said. it's primarily my shoulder and my elbow. Um, I I feel a little bit sometimes in my spine or in a knee. That you know, but it's pretty much like uh, like an elbow and a shoulder kind of issue. Mhm. So um, right now I'm picking up a strong dad block, D A D. You know, an eliminating mm-hmm. belief and block is usually created before the age of seven, usually. And, you know, we, we have multiple layers of limiting beliefs and blocks because, you know, you can have an experience. And as a child, we don't have an educated mind. We just have that mind going, I want, I want, I, I'm experiencing this. I can't have, can't do, can't see, not good enough because this is what the people around me are telling me. And then they own that and then it becomes part of our subconscious. And as we get older, in our 20s, 30s, and beyond, we're triggered by the experiences around us. And then what happens is that the um, the emotional part bubbles up, and it's not the person in front of us at that time presenting. It's just a trigger of the emotion bubbling up, and it's us going back and saying, oh, this is a moment in time I can heal. But when it comes to what you're talking about, so I'll, I'll explain certain body parts. Like the shoulder is burden you know, shouldering burden, knees are support, you know, don't not feeling support. So what is it that's not coming together, joining together in your life? Are you finding that there's a few things that are lacking in your life that you feel like aren't coming together? Uh, Well, actually, at this point in time, we are just moving, and that's a very positive thing for us. We're getting back – I'm getting back to the water, so I'm going to be about a mile and a half from the ocean, which is wonderful to me. So I feel like, and not to bring in the weight issue, but I feel like the last year I have gained weight, and I think I was waiting for this move to happen. Um, So I think with that, there's a lot of newness that comes with it. Um, So I'm not sure. Um, Mm -hmm. So you haven't moved yet. You said you're getting ready to move? Right. It'll it'll be probably by the end of April, hopefully, when everything works out and all the closings happen and whatnot. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So remember, when you're sitting around waiting, like you said, or things aren't coming together as fast as you want, or whatever, um, the burden of having to wait for the house or move into the house has already transpired. You already have that situation as part of your body now. But as you do move, you will find that the environment is going to lighten the load, meaning you're not going to have so much pain and stress on your shoulder. Um, mm-hmm. So, but you'll, in your case, you'll um, you'll want to be in it in order for your body to start feeling lighter. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, there was somebody I did a clearing on uh, not too long ago, and. Um, she called me a couple of days. She goes, you know, we just cleared this about two or three days ago and, you know, on abundance. And then I got in the mail this or this um, bill for this and another thing for that. And I said, well, honey, you were in the old energy three days ago, even though I cleared it then, that, that stuff was already in the mail. So you were already in the <laughs> old energy when I came to you. So the same thing that's going on, that it's great that you've stepped into the new energy and things will lighten the load um i'm hearing supplements in order to uh really shift out some of the stuff because if your body so let's, let's sit back for a second with the ailments and and so on and so forth when you're in lower vibrational energy with the physical body and the physical body starts showing that meaning the aches and pains and the joint issues when you shift into the new Sometimes it can shift quickly and then you don't have the physical pain. And that's somebody that's going to do some hands-on work. If you have spinal issues or or really deeper issues, MS and things like that. But with joint pain and if you're not working with a hands-on healer, then in order to speed up that, then supplements can assist, meaning um, homeopathics, uh, and then mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables. So if you've been sitting in that type of um, inflammation joint, then celery helps, celery juice, um, any type of, of iron um, like spinach and kale will mm-hmm. help the body cleanse and clear that inflammation quickly. So in order to fortify moving up into perfect health quicker, faster, and to eliminate any of that is to fortify it with anti-inflammatory homeopathics or fruits and vegetables. So, but in this okay. case, it was literally you sitting around <laughs> waiting mm-hmm. for what you wanted to occur to come together. Does that all make sense to you? It does. Um can I ask, how does that tie back? The very first thing you said was a dad block. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yep. I have known that yep. for a very long time. So, but I'm, I'd be interested if you can point me in the right direction there. Yep. So I can help figure yep. that out for okay. myself. Yep. Yep. Hold on really quick. Cause there was a combination of things we were talking about. So hold on. Uh, five. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. So it, it, it must have been right as you were the end of four, early five, because I got five real quick, and then all of a sudden I saw another number, four, five, four, five, meaning it must have started right at four into five. Do you recall anything 
significant. And usually that's what I get the date. And I'll just, if you can open your mind. If you can't remember, that was really young. And I'll go deeper. Um, actually, strange. I think the memory that I have at that time, because uh, my parents got divorced by, pretty much around that time, probably by the time I was six. Um, but we traveled at that time cross country and <laughs> my siblings teased me about this at the time. We were in a hotel room and I lost a book and I remember it was a Tom and Jerry cartoon book and, you know, kids repeat what their parents say. And my dad was looking for a tie and he, they didn't really swear around us, but he said, you know, damn, I can't find my tie or something with the word damn in it. So I couldn't find my book. And I said the same thing. And that's the only thing that comes to mind because it's like he didn't believe me, you know, that I heard it from him. Like, what? You know, I'm like, I'm just following what you said. And, of course, I got in trouble and, you know, and everything. But it was like, it's a weird thing to stand out in your head. But I don't know if that's it because that's the only thing I can think of. Okay. So that, I love that this just happened this way because this will be really great for you and any other listener here. When I come up with the date and then I'm guided with what I, I have clairvoyance, clairaudience, and clairsentience. So I was guided to ask you what significant comes up because usually I'll close my eyes and get the story. But in order for some of people that I work with, they need to be more interactive to have the burning bush, like you just said, the burning bush, the experience. When you completely mm-hmm. trust and open up to the answer, in pops the answer. Your body is the truth, and the energies that you're connected to, all that is, will guide you to the truth so that you can bubble it up and see for yourself. In this case, that is the truth. And so now here it is that you were that young, and you lost something, and you got in trouble for speaking the truth. And to speak what your parents said, and you got in trouble for saying exactly what they said, it's like, I'm not safe to speak what I've learned. So now are you, do you hesitate when you're in, um, at work or in a crowd to be the first one to speak up? Are you usually the one that allows everyone else and then you'll in- interact or interpret what you are talking about in a group? setting um so you're making me cry (laughs) but um in a good way um no I'm pretty outspoken but what happens is um people don't listen to me so I will say one thing in a group of people and I'll, no one will say anything, and a guy will say, literally this happened to me, the exact same thing I did, and he got praised. And I didn't tell you this, but I've had a lot of mouth issues and teeth issues and bordering on legal inquiries, and I know that all resolve, resolve, or is involved with the mouth and the throat and speaking the truth. But I never understood why Mm. people didn't listen to me. Oh, honey. So this is why, sweetheart, because no one, your dad was, 
you know, literally didn't believe you while you spoke. And all you said was, damn, I lost my book, too. I lost it. Aw, yeah. And you see how deeply profound that some experience as a small child that you own it. And as we get older, we just still simply keep owning it and it no longer serves us to live in this capacity and it breaks down to physically breaking down our body and now it's more of you being able to feel safe to speak your truth and you feel so unsafe within your physical body and out on the outside because now you're forcing it to come out which turns into no one hearing you and you're constantly living in the vicious cycle of not being heard because inside your subconscious you are not feel you're not um it's not safe to speak the truth turns into that which no one hears you as you speak your truth right And so now, here's how you can quickly, it'll take a couple of months, but quickly slip the switch into the releasing all that in your throat, because you'll start breaking down your thyroid too, and um, your teeth and all that other stuff. Forgiveness. Deep, profound forgiveness. There's a forgiveness process. I know I won't have time to explain it um, in in major detail on this show because I have a forgiveness process that I walk a client through. Sometimes it takes over an hour to do it, um, but then because it depends on how much resistance and all of that. But it starts with creating a safe space in the mind of the person that has to do go through the forgiveness. And then um, you bring in the person that they have to forgive, and then I walk them through a, you know, a, a, an experience back and forth of forgiveness. And in the end, there's something that happens that I say, okay, that I know as I'm walking them through the forgiveness. I don't because once you're in that profound experience in the uh, in the mind, because it's all in that process that I walk through. There's something that I see when a person has truly forgiven and then it's let go on that soul level and then Uh the person can move forward through it. So, but it really starts with creating a safe space because unless we're safe, we won't be able to feel like we can forgive. Just think about that part and really deeply forgive dad. And and we and it's something like, whoa, right in front of our face that that experience as a child. But that truly is how that works, honey. Really is. Okay. <laughs> wow. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Um, but, yeah, you know, let's do a little clearing on that right now, Okay. Okay. Give you some relief on that because I honor you to share your space and your story because, you know, to be open and vulnerable to the world because, you know, we're on live radio here <laughs> to yeah. share that. Mm-hmm. And, but your story is helping others too, honey. So thank you for being open and vulnerable for that. Now, Let's start with, um, and I know your nose is a little clogged, but take a deep breath in so you can take it through your mouth if you can't breathe through your nose, and then right back out. 
We're expanding the energy into our lungs so that we're expanding life. We're feeling grounded. Now, everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from releasing the contract in that time and space, from severing all cords, chains, and contracts, that you'll, they're never heard, that the truth is not being heard, that you're never going to be heard, that you're never going to be believed that you're speaking the truth. Lead, delete, 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 delete across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Almost makes me want to throw up. Oh, my God. I can feel that. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from knowing that you are a beautiful angel and that you are heard. You are heard on a profound level. You are heard through your throat, through your ears, through your eyes. You are heard through each voice, each word, each song that's coming out of your throat. You are heard by everyone. You are heard on a profound level. You are heard by God. You are heard with your voice that sings through your throat by God. Uncreate, transcend, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from allowing yourself to be heard. It's that with the words that you speak are heard. Uncreate, transcend, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from allowing yourself to be heard on a profound level all the way to the cellular level, cellular level, deep down into all of that and more. Uncreate, transit, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from feeling safe, safe in the ears and the eyes and the, and the experiences of others, to feel safe, to, to allow the energy to flow fluidly, fluidly, easy and effervescently, uncreate, transient and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from truly feeling safe within yourself, within the energy of self, within the connection of source self, with everyone around you self, the reflection of self, feeling safe of who you are in self, uncreate, transient, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from living in the space of being free, free from the past, free from the contract of the past, free from knowing that you are living in the presence of a space, as an element of space, uncreate, transient, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Take a deep breath into your nose and out through your mouth. I heard that one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Living in that uh, present space and time. I how you lighter. feel now? Wow. Uh, Good. A lot lighter. <laughs> yeah, wow. Good. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. You know, honey, just dig a dig a dig dig deep 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 on that one. Dig really deep and trust. So if you're in this energy work and you know how, how this can shift you very quickly, mm-hmm. I want you to spend some time in um of a little quiet space and visualizing, you know, when you went on that holiday. And, you know, forgive some of the siblings too, because I'm sure that they 
probably laughed or, you know, they're like, oh, you know, look or go look or, oh, it's your fault and things like that that made you feel even smaller than who you are mm-hmm. and kind of beat down your energy a little bit and um, forgive the whole family and forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for taking in the lie that you're less of who you are, that you're stupid because you lost it. You know, because and it's stupid for mm-hmm. t- saying what your dad said. So that's a big one too. That makes you feel minute and tiny. So just similar to like when your coworker said the same thing, and then that made you feel like even tiny. Like you know, your radio is turned and onto mute, right? Exactly. So not tiny, right. honey. Yep, you're big and bold. Your energy is just as strong as anyone else's. And one more thing. When you get in that situation and you feel like you're being, like I called, tweaked, like that feeling, like what that coworker did made you feel tiny, mm-hmm. small, not even like a grain of sand on the floor. So five sentences that you say, and you can go back and listen to this recording if you don't have a pen to write this mm-hmm. down. But the first one is, I'm an infinite being. This no longer serves me. I reclaim my power. I send it back where it came from, and thank you. When you're reclaiming your power from a feeling that's left over by someone else, because you're thinking that, oh, that person did that to me, when it's just an opportunity to heal from it, you're reclaiming your power from the feeling of that feeling, that we are all infinite beings, expanded. We're all one, equal as we are equal. We're all energy. And reclaiming the power out of that feeling, sending it back. So sending it back to his feeling, not yours. And thanking the universe for taking it and allowing you to see this, that it's not yours to own. And even if you have to repeat it for hours, you'll let that go. And then the next time it won't be so like stabbing or in your face. Because then you'll realize and you're reclaiming it. It'll also help you re- to release any judgment. Oh, you know, maybe my coworker shouldn't have said that to me or, you know, because we're not the ones who control what other people say. We just accept that for who they are. So that, those five statements in, in line right there, even if I said you have to say it for hours, will let you get out of your head of thinking you're less of who you are. And then let go of judgment, too. Wonderful. And thank you, because I've known that story, like I said, that moment in time forever. And I also knew some of my issues had to do with throat and speaking truth, but I never would have seriously connected those two together without Yeah without today and without your help. So, wow, thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. You know, it it really is, like I say, seeing the forest through the trees. You know, it just takes someone with just a deeper knowledge of the intuition to help you put the pieces of your puzzle together. So I'm grateful that you called in. You are a master manifester. You manifested this moment. You're here, and I'm so glad to have been a part of it. So thank you. Thanks, Terry. Thank you, Karen. You're welcome, honey. So, Terry, sometimes, you know, that waiting we were talking at the beginning, the W-A-I-T, waiting. 
sometimes that waiting comes from relationship, but it can you can feel it in your body. So let's bring our next caller. Her name is Nasi Valley, and she has a question for you. Hello. Hello. Hi, Terry. Uh, my question for you is that I am waiting for my boyfriend and um, my man to come back to me uh, because he left the relationship so abruptly, and I'm just waiting for a union with him. Mm. Just want to see what you can say. Yeah. So let's let's just take I have a awful dreams. Every yeah. night I wake up looking for him. Yeah. So let me explain to you about energy when you're dealing with your energy and the energy of someone else's. So when we have a relationship and it seems so pure and so one and almost as if they're your soulmate, that sometimes the soulmate is is the one who's teaching you a huge lesson, that they're not necessarily the partner for the rest of our lives. And when you sit in the energy of waiting for them to come back, then you're literally holding a space, yourself, putting yourself in a box. You're going to sit there who you are is the energy that moves you forward, not his energy. You can't control anyone else's energy. Now, there's a fine line that people say, well, just manifest him back. You can manifest the energy of what it is that you desire. However, if your desire is for someone else, that person has to make a choice. We all live on this planet with free will and choice. And if your energy is saying, I would want you back, I want you back, and you feel that um, desire go into, it's like a puff of smoke. When you ask a question or the desire of what you want, it comes out of the human form and into the collective consciousness, which is the energy that's all around us and above our head, right? And if your desire is really strong, like what it is that you want, he in turn will start thinking of you. He'll start, you know, recalling some of the memories. But also, he has a choice to step into the recall, meaning what he's starting to think about. So if his choice, if he leaves you for whatever the purpose he left you, and he starts thinking of the reason why he left or separated from that energy, then his choice is to say he could either get past it or go back to it, stay away from it. It's a choice that he's making. So if you're going to continue to wait in the little box and not move forward, it could be in the endless state. So there's your choice of saying, I am an infinite being and that I enjoyed and loved the time we had together but I also deserve to be where I want to be in a relationship that makes my heart sing completely and fully. 
So are you are you still with me on what we're talking about? Absolutely, every word. Okay. So in this case, my friends, that in order for you to move forward, it's almost like, you know, that saying about the dove or the bird, you know, you, you can't hold it. You have to set it free in order for it to come back. It's, it's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. You, you must be able to keep moving forward for your own sanity almost and, and your own purpose too. So I, I, and I feel like I'm getting ready to cry. I, I was in a deep emotional relationship for 14 years with the father of my children. And I almost started crying when you came in saying that you were waiting because I loved this man so much that I didn't even love myself. But when I reflected back upon my upbringing, I was taught not to love myself. I was taught to love others first. My mother did the same thing with my father. And she endlessly loved him until she gave up loving herself And then when she separated from that, as my father continued to have affairs and upon affairs and upon affairs, that she finally decided to have an affair of her own. And that didn't end too well. (laughs) So I had to learn that same story in the relationship that I carried on for 14 years until I finally left him. But then I actually had to learn a lot when I left him. And then I was constantly looking for love in all the wrong places when I finally severed the tie with him. But I had to finally stop and love myself. And as I experienced all of that, that was the beginning of my spiritual journey. I had to have that same pain that you're feeling, my darling, in order to love myself because I never did until I finally stopped and got out of that pain. So before I start crying here, I know the pain that you're feeling. I remember it well. And I know that if you really look back because you're almost on the other side honey you're almost there don't look back at the relationship look back at what it is that you need to learn for yourself do you need to love yourself more did you give up on yourself to love him more are you honing your skills about loving yourself and owning your own boundaries Look back at yourself, my friend. And when you see that, then you'll know that you're not having to put yourself in the box of waiting for anyone. That you will reclaim your power and know that you don't have to wait for anyone. That you love yourself so much that no matter what anyone else says, it's not about ego. It's about self-love. And that you can have a balance of being happy with someone and deciding that you want to have a little more of something else. And if they can't balance that out, then you deserve better. 
because I lived in a relationship that it was all about him. He was narcissistic, and he was controlling, and he controlled every aspect of our lives until the end of that relationship. He even controlled about what I wore. But I loved him so much that I chose the unacceptable. But once I got out and reflected back upon it, uh uh-uh. I won't allow anyone to tell me what I wear, how I act, what I say. They love me for who I am. And that's exactly the type of person that I want in my life. So take some time in the pain that you're feeling and reflect back about what it is that you really want and you really wanted and couldn't have because you were giving, giving, giving so much of yourself. Love yourself, my friend. Don't wait in a box. Okay, Terry. And once I do all that work is required of me, then that man, my love, the right man, will show up and step in into that space. That's how I can perceive it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So... First off, go back and think about your upbringing, too, because I really had to do a lot of deep soul. It took me years. But when I chose to stop saying that I had a void, because what happens, honey, is that we start feeling like I got to have a man, I got to have a man or partner, I got to have a partner. And then we're going back and trying to fill a void. And when I had the upbringing, my my parents were teenagers when we were born, my sister and brother. My mom always felt this void. Every time my dad left, he was a long-haul truck driver. And when he came back, my dad filled the void of when he was gone or when he cheated on her again. And then she had to make amends for however she felt. My mother was beautiful and my father was very handsome. And so... My mom always felt less and didn't feel beautiful because he was always cheating on her. And so here I lived in that repetitive pattern, and I just owned a lot of that. So I had a lot of things I had to disown. And so if you really reflect back upon your upbringing, what did your parents show you? What were the patterns within them? And take some time to be for yourself so that you're not filling a hole with creating a, a, another pattern, right? And when I yeah. decided that I wasn't going to date anymore because I wanted to really work on letting go of my upbringing, and what were the good things and what were the patterns that you owned? And when you sever the ties to those patterns, then that's when great guy steps in. It's funny how recently my sister and I were talking about how someone, and here's, here's a perfect story, my friend, that uh, I, I met this guy last year on uh, this business trip, and he had this beautiful love affair with this woman. And she was his high school sweetheart, and she ended up dying of cancer. And she was in her late 30s, so he had at least 15 or almost 20 years of being in a relationship, 15 years, 15 years of being in this perfect relationship, and they were best friends as she transitioned. So when I met him, she had already died, and it was only two months. And when I cleared some stuff, some limited beliefs about relationships, 
he could have lived in the space that you are of waiting for that perfect relationship uh, and waiting for it to replace the same exact wife, right? So I cleared a bunch of stuff. And when I saw him again, which was in January, he reconnected with a girl that he met um, from another business. And I went to him and I said, what are you waiting for? And he's like, whoa, right in my face. He said when after he met me and we cleared a bunch of stuff, he sat down and wrote what he wanted in his perfect mate. But he didn't sit in lack of that. He sat in the energy of the attraction of that. Now, here's the key point of what he got and what I am still waiting for is that in all of my relationships, I've had the patterns of my parents' relationship. You know, their teenage struggle and lack and all of that stuff that I lived in a merry-go-round in. And so him, he had the perfect relationship from when he was a teenager. And he lived in a great relationship with it where he saw with his parents. So he knows what to expect. He only knows what he had, which is an awesome relationship. And what did he attract again? Another awesome relationship that he reconnected to a woman that fit all of the things that he wanted on his list. Where with me, I'm still clearing the limiting beliefs and blacks, blocks and lack of relationship. And so I don't, I've never experienced what he had. So my mind has to create that perfect relationship. The feeling of manifesting and trusting and knowing that I deserve that So until I can break that pattern and live in the space that, yes, 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 I deserve that and trust it, then that's when I magnify myself to it. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, Yes, Terry. And also what just popped up is that my father, you were talking about the parental uh, pattern, parents' pattern relationship is my father was and is the best provider for me and what I loved about this man is that he was providing me the same thing what my father was providing. It was trips, it was gifts, it was car drive and car rides. And so that's why I'm having such a hard time letting him go. So what I realized is that I am seeking and um, wanting them, their comfort and um, that somebody takes care of me just the way my father did when I was a little girl. And I think that's what's showing up uh, for me right now. That's what I see. Did I make myself? Did I make myself clear? Ab- what I- absolutely, absolutely. You know, you you told a story of another woman that I recently talked to, who had the the great father, just like you. That bond, that fun, that adventure, the feeling of like, wow, I my dad is fully connected to my my desires, my funness, right? And she was sabotaging her relationships by constantly telling the men, you don't love me enough. When they were calling her and telling them, he was, they were telling her they loved her, but she was trying to recreate that bond. Yes. And so yeah. when you're recreating that bond, you're going to simply recreate failure. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Terry, thank you so much. much. You know, I love you from the bottom of my heart, and you've been such a blessing Mm -hmm. to us all. 
and thank you for your spirit, for your heart, and for your gift that you have, and for sharing your gift with us all. I'm very, very grateful, and I'm very blessed uh, you are with us. So thank you so much. You're welcome, honey. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for sharing. Thank Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Wow. Wow, that was so beautiful, Terry and Nasibeli. Thank you for sharing. You know, how many times don't we block ourselves with dreams of something that is not there? Or, um, yeah, like, like that perfection in our minds that we think things must be some way and and by doing that, we no longer live in the now and enjoy what is happening. Yeah, you know, there's a little story that's very similar to what she is going through. However, I lived through it. When um, the father of my children, after we had our first child together, he left me when our baby was six months old with our first child. And the pain that she's going through. However, I had a child and, and she, she doesn't, but I, it's the same pain. So I'm not discounting what she's feeling. Believe me. I know that pain. That's why I was, I did cry. I, I had, I felt it and I was reflecting upon it. But every night I would sit in a tub because I love to take a bath. I would beg the universe, please bring him back, bring him back, bring him back. And I kept asking for him to come back to the father of my child because when I had children, I wanted the father of my child to be around because my dad wasn't. And here I was in the same situation with an infant. And I'm going, oh, my God, how did I create this? Because it was the only pattern that I knew. And for every night for five years, I begged the universe for him to come back. Now, I'll tell you the story. He came back, but I, after living through a narcissistic relationship for 14 years, I, I'm like, why in the world did I beg this guy to come back? We did have a second child, but again, he controlled every aspect of my life. I didn't even own myself. I was nothing in the end of that 14-year relationship. It took me years I mean I could say 11 years because I'm still working on releasing some of this relationship stuff but who wants to beg someone to come back and then get into the worst situation and then once you're back in it stay in it and have another child and live through it hoping year after year that you could change this person it doesn't work my friends you cannot change people you can only change yourself so I literally, up until, I want to say 39 plus years again, 39 again, <laughs> that I continued to live in on the hamster wheel. And who, you know, sometimes people don't even get off the hamster wheel, Claudia. They continue to live and constantly treadmill it till their last breath. And then you have to die and then come back and do it again. Oh, my God. When are we going to stop? Get off the hamster wheel. Take a breath and stop and love yourself so profoundly that you can live with being happy. It's not about the patterns that we lived in. It's about 
your own internal soul being happy. And that's not ego. That's self-love. Love yourself so profoundly that you can be happy. It's not about others making us happy. Stop filling a void. Truly. Thank you. <laughs> so let's see if we have time for one more caller. We have one more caller at 347 area code. Are you ready for one more caller, Terry? Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Okay, so let's ring 347463. Welcome to CBU. Can I have your first name and where are you calling us from? Hi, my first name is Tanika. I'm calling from New York. Tanika, welcome Hi, to Tanika. CBU. Hi, Tanika. Hi. You have a question, honey? Yeah, I just wanted to know what you guys see for me with um, work, my current job, and also if you see anything with love life for me. Well, that's a, um, so what I'm picking up is that you have a strong, and this I don't see this one very often, but it's okay because uh, I, I love the big challenge. You have a block by someone else because usually it's mom or dad. Those are the most profound or God is the third one, but someone else. It literally went up and over, and it's a female. So give me a second. Let me get the age for you. And, you know, I know that you're asking more of that psychic question, tell me my future, what's going on in my career and stuff like that. But if you really hone in into your own internal being of your blocks, really tuning into your body, is that your energy body, your intuition, your energy field? So let me, you were really young. Oh, wow, you, were, you weren't even born yet. So um, can you give me, was your, what was, was your mom having arguments or what was going on with your mom when you were the last, um, her and my dad. When I was young, um, her and my dad were having problems. Yeah. Did your um? Oh my goodness. Hold on. I just got a big whammy here. Did your dad do something that your mom got really angry right before you were the last trimester? I don't know, but I know my dad. It was cheating and stuff. Whenever. They were having problems. Yeah. Yep. I was, I, you know, I was hoping they would tell me because I actually, I, I picked up on that. Your, your mom actually, your, your dad did. Yeah. Your mom called him with somebody right before you were born. And uh, yeah, there. Here's how it works with a block when you aren't born. So when you're in the uterus and, and in the womb. The mom's blood is flowing through the baby and that when the mom is angry, frustrated, tormented, the uterus constricts. When the mom is happy and flowing, it expands. And so the anger and frustration, think about that. When we're angry, we bend over a little bit or when we're crying hysterically, we bend over a little bit and then we're constricting inside. And there are patterns feel that the child will feel patterns of angry frustration. Oh, the world is caving in on me. Oh, my God, I can't breathe. Oh, my love bubble is now. Ooh, push. And then when you're expanded, it feels free. So now here you're born into a life that, and I'm picking up another female. So your mom was angry at another female that how could she do this to me, you know, even though, 
the woman may not have known that uh, your dad was married because, you know, we don't know what he had said to her. But, you know, when she's pregnant, how could this woman do this to me sometimes? It could have been somebody she knew or somebody that she, you know, could have had a, you know, recent viewing of, you know, seeing the person walk by or something. Um, But then the child can hear it through the echoing where they are. So do you find that you're, you, you hesitate to trust another woman easily or you have to get to know them first before you can bring them into your, into your world? Do you find you do yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa, I can really feel that. And that's really deeply profound. So now what you do is that you are hesitating based on that feeling, it's, and it's a feeling, isn't it? You own it. You're like, mm, I'm going to mm-hmm. wait on that one, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so what happens now is that you're owning things that you're not quite trusting. You're li- moving into the, I'm not going to trust that first until I can figure her out. Some you're right on into your intuition but the majority of them, you're keeping yourself from honing in, tuning into your body, which is your intuition. So you would really have to clear all the limiting beliefs wrapped around the dad-mom issue. Forgiving um, your, it's actually a combination of your dad, your mom, and the culprit. Man, it's really, you've really honed into the anger of another person and your mom must have been screaming and shouting about another woman or about another person that you as a child, the infant inside the body could feel. And now I can actually feel you like you'll see or feel a certain person. It's an energy and you'll, you'll almost get like, "Mm -mm, no way I am going to feel this person. And I can feel a little like anger I'm going to feel that person out before I can trust them. Do you do that? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so you have to clear the limiting beliefs wrapped around relationships, not trusting yourself, not trusting anyone else, female. And it's it's a, it's, I almost want to say it's a sexy energy that you get really angry. Like, uh, you know, I, only you can, I can feel it, but I can't describe it. Uh, it's all, it, to me, it's a sexy kind of energy. But to me, I'm not afraid of sexual energy. I, I kind of encourage it, um, but not, not inappropriately. I, I think it's in its expanded juiciness, but with you, you feel it in anger. And there's where it lies between your parents and that third woman. Um, and so clearing the limiting beliefs around sexual energy, the energy from the sacral, clearing the limiting beliefs around, um, uh, I heard paraphernalia, but whatever that is, I don't know what that is. Um, and then, um, trusting, um, relationships and then forgiving, forgive your dad, forgive the other woman profoundly and forgive your mom, forgive your mom for, um, you know, and there's, forgive your mom for the, 
for owning some things. And, and I feel the gentleness because all of a sudden I heard you say, well, my mom, but you know, you're inside the mom and it's just forgiving the energy of all of that, forgiving the, to be a part of all of that, because here now you're a fourth person, the innocent one, and you're stuck in the three-way tie. I bet you that if you are like, there's three people and like if you have a girlfriend who has a boyfriend who cheated, you feel like, oh my God, how did I get in the middle of this? But you want to help, but you feel yucky about it. Have you ever had that mm-hmm. before? Yeah. 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 You're like, oh my God, how do I get out of this? But I want to help her, but oh my God. Yeah. So it's forgiving yourself too. Forgiving, you know, and forgiving God. There's, this one is a kind of a quite a conversation piece for yourself that you have to forgive all this, including God, because, you know, why would God stick me into this situation of this relationship and I'm just an innocent party here and an innocent bystander. I want to come in and enjoy myself as being an innocent baby to expand and grow, and now I'm coming into this turmoil. Why, 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 why? You do a lot of whys, huh? Oh, yeah, and I experienced so much pain in my life, like, from relationships and family relationships and just, like, just getting kicked around, like, my whole life. Yeah. Well, well, you know, and and you didn't, you weren't even the one who, you weren't even born yet, babes, and you had to take in all of that stuff, and then you're like, wow, having to piece the puzzles together, that's pretty profound. You know, um... That's that's a lot of limiting beliefs and blocks. But, you know, if you're going to do it yourself, you got to dig deep. But I have to tell you, that's, yeah, you're, you're going to need some help on that. Um, you know, getting somebody to help you release some of that so that you can. It's like a doctor operating on themselves. In your case, you're, you're the innocent bystander. You know, you just came into the soul just to live the baby life. And then you had to own all of that stuff for parents that were, like, going crazy, you know, mm-hmm. with each other and the anger and the frustration. And then now here you are. Am I ever going to get out of this vicious cycle, the hamster wheel of a relationship? Because I don't even know what a normal relationship is. Wow. Trust and know, honey, you deserve better. To feel and operate and know, operate meaning operate within your soul and let go. Forgive your dad, forgive your mom, forgive the other people, forgive the anger of sexual energy because that's, that's a lot of that too. Yeah. And try to, I, I would suggest to work with someone, you know, work with someone who can help you release some of this deep stuff because once that comes up, it's, I can even feel it in your throat. Uh, literally, I could feel it bubbling. Do you have reflux or any um, digestive issues? No. Um, anything about, because <clears throat> I can feel something. Do you get um, um, heartburn, deep heartburn sometimes? I or get acid like, my indigestion? I get, like, you very get uh, nervous. My stomach gets really nervous, and, like, I get, like, tongue-tied. Like, I just don't talk. Okay, I can I can feel it because literally I just start, okay now it's releasing, woo because then you have a nervous stomach when things go on. I used to have that myself a nervous stomach, 
so when things are going on, you're like, oh, my God, you don't eat. Oh, my God, you feel yeah. sick to your stomach. Mm-hmm. I don't eat. Yep. Yep. Yeah. My dad was doing that, too, when I was not born either. So in my in my mom's uterus, he was, yeah, there was a relationship between my sister and my brother, or my, excuse me, my brother and I. And so I wasn't born yet when that, and then I, there's the nervous stomach. And so that's where your mom, like, oh, God, here it goes again, or, oh, God, this happened to me. <clears throat> yeah, and you're picking up that same nervous energy. So, yeah, I would really suggest digging deep on all of that, honey, and working with somebody to help you release a lot of that stuff. Because until then, you're going to continue to, you know, unless you can dig deep and do it yourself, but that's a hard one because you've got quite a bit going on between that when you took in before you were born and now you're vicious hamster wheel. That's all that. Yeah. But that's quite a bit the first there. Step, right, Harry. Um, now you have identified where it is. So Tamika, don't despair. Because usually once you have had the consciousness about something and you ask the universe for help, the right person that can help you through will show up. Just like today, Terry was here for you. Um, and you can always contact her outside of the show if you want her to help you with this issue um, because we don't have the time enough time for that. But we uh, this is done despair. This is the first step. And I'm sure the right people will show in your life to help you with this. Absolutely, Claudia. Well, because, you know, today, look what you did. You manifested to be here. You got on the call. So that's the first step. So how do you meditate? I see a therapist, but I don't. She doesn't like dig deep, you know. She's like, um, like more of like a life coach type of person that you see each week. She's a therapist, though. But like, I don't have. Other than that, I don't have. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So regular therapists will just tell you what they see and hear, but the emotional aspect and the lower level of you know that subconscious that intuition, that deeper part of your energy, that's someone that's, the, you know, an energy and intuitive, you know, like what I do, somebody that's going to dig deep into that stuff. But to start, meditate. So if you're looking more of some of the self-help stuff, is meditation. Um, and then to remember, just as I was saying at the beginning of the call, I'm an infinite being. This no longer serves me. I reclaim my power. So when you're reclaiming your power, owning that which you are, then you let go of what's in your head. Get out of your head first. But meditation is the one biggest step is to clear your mind, going deep within. That's the first step into any spiritual work and to connect to who you are. Forgiveness is another big factor. Taking the time once you go into meditation quieting your mind, bringing in your father, just one person at a time. It could take you a couple of months, but honey, you're, you're at this point where you've lived and you, you are wanting to do whatever it takes to get out of the vicious cycle, right? So you manifest it today, and that's your first step. 
So next is meditation. Next is clearing your mind and forgiving. So forgive your dad, forgive your mom, forgive that other woman. Forgive female energy, sexual energy. Forgive God for bringing you in to the, you know, the life of the turmoil of relationships. And forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for taking in the lies that, that you can't find or be with a decent person or a person that is complements your energy, right? And then um, there's a, a wonderful books out there, amazing books. Um, there's an awesome one called Creative Visualization. And I, I, I'm not at home, so I can't remember the author, but Creative Visualization, um, it's Shawan, S-H-A-W-A-N, I think is the first name. That was the very first book I read to help me step into manifesting and shifting my mindset. And, you know, it's not a plug for my book, but The Secret Power of You, which I help you shift your mindset. I help you see your limiting beliefs. And then I give you some how-tos about getting out of the frustration and the turmoil that your mind is telling you or your body is telling you. Because what happens is that when we get so deep into our mind, we think it's our body telling you, but we can't even think past the throat because our head is taking over. Once you get out of your head, clear that. That's why I always suggest going to meditation first, then trusting your body, which is your heart chakra, your solar plexus, your root, and because and, root is grounding, feeling more confident in your decisions. And when you're trusting the rest of your body and then you're in equal balance with your entire body, then you can live in more um, ease and grace, you know, the more balance within yourself. Does that help at least taking larger steps now? Yeah, it helps. I mean, I... It helps. Um, I'm going to like try to find that book for sure. And it's hard to meditate for me. It's hard to quiet my mind, but I try. I do try. So when I first started, I was a single mom. And because I had to, I, I just started my uh, spiritual journey at the end of that relationship. And so I lived in the space, honey. I had to do whatever it took. Because I was where you are needing to get out of the vicious cycle. And I knew that it started with me. And I never said, I can't do it. I said, I am doing it. I didn't live and try. Because sometimes trying is like, oh, you know, I'm doing it. But I'm backing up. I'm doing it. I am. I lived in, I am doing it no matter what. I am doing it. I put the strength in myself because I knew no one else could do it for me. I had to do it for myself. So I had to wake up a half an hour earlier before I woke up the family, which was my two children. I already woke up at 5.30 in the morning, but I didn't care. So I said, okay, I'll just set the alarm for 5. So at 5 a.m., I would listen to a guided meditation, and I would do it for 30 minutes. For the first, uh, yeah, it was a month. For the first month, I had no idea. I'd never done it before. So I just watched YouTube videos, and then I got the meditation that I liked that worked for me because I kept trying different ones. And then the second month, I started going into a deeper level of the mind, and then I was guided to another one and then to another one. And after a while, 
the words in a guided meditation were irritating to me. So then I moved over to sounds of crickets because I just needed some <laughs> noise in the background so I wouldn't fall asleep. Then all the magic started happening. I started seeing answers. I started hearing answers. And I have to tell you, it was a little freaky because I'm like, whoa, this has never happened before. But I trusted it because I said to myself, no matter what, if I keep doing what I'm going to do, I'm keeping moving forward and I'm opening up to all the things that are going to change my life. And I still keep saying to myself, I'm going to do whatever it takes, no matter what, to keep moving forward into a happy, ease and grace, profound life. And if you stay in the energy to do whatever it takes, you will always move forward and you will never make any mistakes. You will continue to learn and grow. And the answers always show, just like it showed to you, Henry. They come to you as soon as you open up to yourself on receiving the guidance that you need. It will come. Just trust in that. And, and just like start with guided meditations, whichever grabs your mind, especially find the ones on forgiveness. And also... Um, there's, there's so many music that, that you can listen to. Personally, I love, when I do meditation, I love to do it while walking. Because honestly, being seated and just listening to something is nerve-wracking for me. So I have to go out and walk. And I'm there with my headphones. And, I'm, and just like Terry explained, the, the, happy, the magic just happened all of a sudden. And I'm listening to this. I'm watching where I walk. And I need distractions to, to be able to get into my zone. But we have reached the end of today's show. So remember, everybody, um, on April, Terry is not going to be here with us. We are um, coming back on May. And she's going to talk about magnify money magnificently. So blockages around money. So if you want to listen to that, put it on your calendar and call back and be with us. Is there anything you want to say, Cherry, before we say goodbye and continue your adventure in New Zealand? <laughs> Thank you, Claudia. I, You know, I know we never had an opportunity to talk about the offer that we have on your page. Um, I do... Um, have a, a package that I offer that's called Abundance that um, offers recordings to help you eliminate doubt and clear your path and perfect love and things like that that have the energy statements and the clearings in them that are available. And so for the last caller, when she says, I don't know where else to go and I don't, I don't know, and the, the suggestions that we made that if you're looking to take the baby steps into it, because, you know, it is very overwhelming to think that you're born into all of that frustration and pain and that you're just a simple, innocent baby and that now you have to work yourself out of it, but to take baby steps into it. So that's why suggesting, you know, meditation and um, books and, you know, programs, you know, recorded programs that are offered, but, that they are profound experiences that are offered and on a more reasonable discount, you know, a lower level discount that if you're just stepping into it and want to try it. 
So if you go to the website here, and it's only ninety-five or excuse me, ninety-seven dollars for the one um, package, and one hundred and forty-seven dollars for the other package. But there's bonuses in it. There is a guided meditation there. There is a five-phase visualization technique there. There's an ebook there. There's um, all of these recordings that have the energy statements that will help release these limiting beliefs that are in your subconscious. So if you're looking to take another little step, step into those and give yourself the opportunity to let go of some of this stuff that's in your subconscious so that you can live free and with ease and grace. And I want to say thank you. Thank you for the beautiful souls that stepped up into the vulnerable space. It takes a lot to share, and it's not easy to be able to speak where you are and how you're feeling. And so I'm truly grateful, and I'm alive to say that I made it through my pain, and I know how you're feeling, and to keep moving forward. So thank you. Thank you from all of my heart to share your space, and I truly am grateful that I'm on your journey. So thank you, and thank you, Claudia, for holding this space for everyone. You're welcome. And goodbye.